0: Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com which is America's voice. Today we're talking about how to have vibrant health using essential oils and aromatherapy and natural products. My guest is Casey Conrad, and her book is Vibrant Health Now, how to use essential oils, aromatherapy, and natural products to detox your body and reach optimal health. She is the co-author of this book, and she talks about safe, convenient remedies that we can use. Welcome, Casey. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, yes. And and also, um, you received your B.A. from American University and your J.D. at Roger Williams University School of Law. So you have a law degree.
1: Yeah, well, you know, life takes you in strange directions. And so if anybody had told me years ago that I'd be uh, talking about using natural therapies and essential oils, I would have told them they had a screw loose.
0: <laughs> and yet, this is what you do, and you've written many books on this. The first question I have is, why essential oils? What are they, and why should we use them?
1: Well, essential oils are man's first medicine. If you go back in the history books, and you look, before we had what's known as allopathic medicine, we used nature's remedies, right? We use herbs and we use tinctures. And yes, dating back as far as 5,000 BC, we Mm. used essential oils. In fact, in the tombs of Egypt, there are hundreds and hundreds of recipes using essential oils. So historically, they have been used. To answer your specific question, essential oils aside from being natural which means that they don't override the body's functions they provide the body with raw materials to balance itself they are safe they are completely um, quick they're fast as an essential oil we'll know whether an essential oil is going to take your headache away in 60 seconds um, and they're incredibly Potent. And what do I mean by that? They're concentrated, so you need mm. so little—maybe a drop, two drops at the most. So those mm. are just—that's the short answer to what I know is going to be a lengthy conversation. Yeah. Uh, now, so they've been
0: used for centuries, and oh. so the effectiveness is there. The, the question is, how do you um, how do you use them? I mean, you said you only need a drop, but how do you determine which oils are right for your body?
1: Well, that's a that's a great question, and you know the short answer, Patricia, is that there are certain essential oils. Like if I said to you, or if I even said to the average person on the street, "What's lavender used for?" Mm-hmm. Most people would say, "Oh, I hear it's a wonderful relaxation. I put yeah." It in that's my what, I that's what I would have said. That's what I would have said. Exactly. So so there are certain essential Well for example, frankincense. Now, most people brought up in a Christian religion know frankincense and myrrh as two of the three gifts that were brought to the baby Jesus. And whether you believe, you know, whatever religion you are doesn't matter. We're not getting into that conversation. The point is that historically, people very much know those words. They may not have any idea what they are, (laughs) right? But, so there are certain things. We know frankincense is a very spiritual oil. It's great for uplifting the mind, increasing the mood. It is a wonderful anti-tumoral, which is, uh, nature shows us and history shows us that that's one of the reasons why it was such a strong gift during that time, because you anointed the baby with it. Myrrh is highly regenerative to skin. You look at most all natural high-end skincare products and they'll have myrrh and or frankincense in them. So the answer is there are certain common, let's call them common, right? Common to people who are doing so a little bit of uh, background research on essential oils that say these handful of essential oils are good for certain things. But the long answer is there are wonderful resources and publications that are available that you can look up and say, hey, if I got a burn, what do I use? If I have a fever, what do I use? And so there are, we call them everyday oils, Patricia. There's probably nine or ten oils or oil blends that I certainly wouldn't not have at my disposal in my house because those nine or ten bottles will completely replace my entire medicine cabinet
0: So there are there are different many different types as you said. Can you mix them on your own or do you think it's, it's best
1: not to do that? Can you experiment on your own? Well yeah and there's that's a great question. This is one of the things that I love absolutely love about essential oils. If, if you had a stuffy nose, and you went down to your local drugstore, CVS, and you picked up a, you know, antihistamine or a decongestant, say a Advil Cold and Sinus, and I'm not naming out one brand for any reason, but let's say you picked that up and you took it, and it didn't work. You would have to wait, I think the package says wait four to six hours before doing using any other medication. Right. With essential oils, if you started to inhale and smell peppermint oil and for some strange reason it didn't clear your nasal pathways, you could immediately take out another essential oil. I say to people all the time, essential oils are like a mescaline salad. You Mm -hmm. could put 10 of them on you at once and... You might smell a little funny, but there's no negative interaction on the body, unlike traditional drugs. And and don't get me wrong. Let me be clear. I come from a surgeon's family. I am not anti-medicine. When you need it, the challenge is is that we are now living in a society where we are constantly reaching for prescription drugs, over-the-counter drugs that are based in chemicals and synthetics before we try grandma's, you know, recipe, so to speak, before we go back to something that is natural and safe and, oh my goodness, effective. Right.
0: And, And there are so many ways that you can use these for conditions like anxiety, fever, sore throat, a bug bite, a stomach ache, a sunburn, stress and anxiety. I mean you can really use them for for all of the things that for men- menopausal symptoms, menstrual issues, and the
1: things that we would use over the counter meds for, right? <laughs> well, exactly. And that's what's really interesting and, and something that I didn't have any clue about when I first started to use essential oils and I got involved in the use of essential oils quite by, let's by, say, by chance. I happened to be in Australia lecturing in the fitness industry, had some back pain, really bad back pain, actually, and walked by a booth that was, you know, talking about essential oils. And the guy said, hey, it's a great pain management, you know, tool. And I said, really? Um, but what I didn't know, I knew they smelled good. But every single essential oil, doesn't matter what it is, whether it's lavender or peppermint or marjoram or patchouli or geranium, doesn't matter. Every single essential oil actually has a physical manifestation, meaning that that essential oil, which is the lifeblood of the plant, when put onto the body topically, will provide the body with natural constituents that will alter the body's chemistry. So it has a physical application and the smell, which essential oils are the only known natural substance to pass the blood brain barrier upon inhalation because the molecules are so small, it has an emotional response as well. So it's really, really cool, and that's why it can work for things like PMS, physical symptoms, cramps. But it also can help someone to balance themselves if they're anxious or if they're depressed. Or so I mean, they really are amazing, and you know, for listeners. Until you've had an experience, it sounds like quackery. And you know, well, I hope I, that I say, think that. what's
0: interesting, I think what a lot of people really don't don't realize is that they think that the, the most effective way to get something in your system is to take ingest it. You know, mm-hmm. put it in like, where and, and I think that many folks don't realize the power of the oil that's put on topically. We just don't think it's as powerful if we use it topically, and it is as powerful.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually more powerful in the truest sense of the word because your skin is your body's largest organ. And essential oils, when they're in a pure form, let let me be clear about that. They have to be in a pure form, and that gets into a conversation that we have to have before we, we hang up. They will enter the bloodstream within six seconds of being applied. Compare that with the traditional medication. If you take a medication orally, aside from the fact that we've already talked about it's overriding your body's response, it will take a minimum of 30 minutes to get into the body because it has to be digested. It has to go through the entire system, down through the intestines, liver, blah, blah. So essential oils instantaneous.
0: Yeah, and and when you talked about the the potency and the power, you you write about something in your book called From Seed to Seal. I think that's what you're talking about, so explain that to us.
1: Well, and this is where boy, you can start, you know, you talk about pulling the string and and opening Pandora's box. In the United States of America, Patricia, in order for an essential oil to be sold on the counter of a drugstore or a whole food store type you know, establishment, it only needs to have 10% oil in it, meaning essential oil. Mm. The rest of it can be a filler. That filler might be something natural like, a you know, a fractionated coconut or an almond oil, but it could be completely synthetic as well. It could also have synthetic perfumes in it to give it a greater scent. Now, that's kind of scary because now we start talking about, oh, let's start using this stuff for, you know, homeopathic and medicinal purposes. What Seed to Seal means is it's a a trademark by a company called Young Living. It's the company's products that I use, okay, and they are not only getting the seeds themselves that they cultivate, but they are planting they're growing, they're harvesting, they're distilling, and they're bottling their materials. And for any product that they don't own the farm, they have a co-op arrangement with the organization and they actually participate in the distillation process and put the oils through a very rigorous, rigorous three-step gas spectrometer analysis to make sure that they are absolutely pure, have no synthetics, um, herbicides, pesticides, any of that, and to make sure that they were not um, altered synthetically, which takes a very special type of test to, to see which way molecules are spinning. So key to seal, for anyone who wants to start using essential oils medicinally, you must understand and know the product that you are buying uh, to ensure that, in fact, it is one hundred percent essential oil and that means you got to do your homework i'm very biased i use young living products because they allow me to go and actually participate in the harvest at their farms so they're very transparent about their process
0: very important and by the 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 website is keystoyoungliving.com and that explains about the products as well doesn't it casey
1: yeah, that's my that's my personal website keithyoungliving dot com, um, and the Young Living's website, of course, is YoungLiving.com. dot com. I uh, I have there's put probably a it. link on your website to it. That is correct. That is correct. And nice. um, as I told you when we uh, chatted about doing this interview, anybody who wants a complimentary uh, downloadable copy of my book, Vibrant Health Now. I am more than happy to provide that to them, and uh, all they need to do is email me at uh, younglivingcasey at com. We'll give that again before the end, but I wanted to make sure that your, your listeners could have that information.
0: So it's younglivingcasey at gmail.com. C-A-S-E-Y, yep, at gmail.com. And, and, and you can always write to me, Patricia, at com, and I'll make yep. sure that Casey gets it. You know, Casey, one of the I think one of the issues that we're faced with is I mean, we a lot of us have identified food products that aren't good for us, but we sometimes leave those over the counter cleaning products alone and we don't realize those are harmful. Some of those can be harmful, as well as the food products that we that we know, you know, are harmful. So what about these potentially dangerous products in our home that we're that we're not aware of, that we really yeah. have to look at? Talk about that, please, in terms
1: of oils, too. You know, it's, it's actually quite scary, and, I, and I'm not the type of person who likes shock value, but uh, when I first started using essential oils and I got this kit that came with nine different oils, I didn't know anything about it, but I saw this little bottle of frankincense, and it said for fine lines and wrinkles, and, and there's a point behind the story here. So I started using the frankincense around my eyes, uh, for my crow's feet at, at the time I was 45, I'm, I'm now 50 and, um, I swear it. I mean, I was like, wow, that really is my wrinkles. There are getting less spring came and I went out to do yard work, Patricia. I lathered myself up with sunblock, Neutrogena SPF 50 dermatologically tested for face only did a day's worth of work, came in, took a shower, was exhausted, did my night routine, which was washing my face and and putting the frankincense on and some Young Living uh, lotion. I got up the next morning and I looked like Tom Brady. I had two red rash stripes underneath my eyes and I freaked out because it was exactly where I had put the frankincense oil. So I contacted... Uh, someone who is very knowledgeable about the oils uh, in Australia, the people that introduced me, and I got on Skype, and I had my face up to the camera, and I was like, hey, what happened here? (laughs) And he said something very interesting. He said, go grab that bottle of sunscreen. Because he asked me what I put on my face yesterday. And when I got it, the second ingredient was propylene glycol. And I didn't know what that was at the time. I had no idea. didn't even know what the stuff was. And he proceeded to give me an education that many, almost all of our personal care products have one of two compounds in them, propylene glycol and sodium lauryl sulfate or lauryl sulfate. A very bad propylene, for us. Yeah. Propylene glycol is radiator fluid and it's put into almost all lotion products because it allows the body, it actually forces absorption into the skin, which is why, you know, radiator fluid is so toxic to animals because it immediately gets absorbed into the the blood system. And Mm -hmm. so there's a certain amount of this that the FDA has claimed is safe. Um, But what they failed to take into consideration is, A, it's being tested on adults, and B, it's being tested in a silo. What we know is that the average person has about 15 doses of propylene glycol before they get downstairs to the breakfast table. And oh, by the way, it's in food products like cereals and ice creams and dried coconut to help retain the smell so that when you open a box that's been in a, you know, a cupboard for 20 months, it still smells like whatever that flavor is supposed to smell like. So we're getting overloaded with these. So when you talk about personal care products that are impacting our health, those are two that you must look at. Now, sodium lauryl sulfate is engine degreaser. It's a foaming agent. And that will be in anything that foams in your and house. Shampoo. shampoo, it's in a lot. Yeah, absolutely. It's in your shampoo, it's in your body wash, it's in your Dawn dishwasher, it's in your toothpaste. And yes, it's even in Tom's of main toothpaste since they were taken over by uh, a big corporation after they sold out. And mm. what the, the analogy that I think is perfect, Patricia, is this. If I took a live plant and I coated one leaf on that plant with Vaseline petroleum jelly and I watered the whole plant and I gave it plenty of sunlight and plenty of, you know, everything, even plant food, and I came back in a week, that leaf would be dead that I coated. And the reason is it couldn't get oxygen. When your body is absorbing Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of little tiny molecules of petroleum products, which the two that we just mentioned, and that's just two of many, are made up of, it starts to literally gunk up the body. The cells start to get coated with a small lining, and therefore it starts to inhibit the oxygenation of the body. Now, when I first heard this, I was like, you're going to be kidding me. Come on. It would, they would never allow it if it isn't safe. And, again, I come back to this, that it's safe in very small doses according to their testing, but not looking at it in this totality of all that we do in a day so, now. Right. So the, the bottom line is
0: really, really check your products.
1: Check you them, have to become a label
0: right, Exactly, Or buy them from companies. Like Young Living or other companies that
1: have pure products. That's the
0: other exactly.
1: thing. And right. you have to be careful because there are okay. some that companies that do a fantastic marketing job that say organic and you look at the secondary label, what they call inactive ingredients, like when hair, you know, W-E-N, right. So hair supplies it count being all natural, you go to the secondary ingredients. And very often they'll have propylene glycol or the catchphrase, fragrance. Fragrance is just a trade secret name for uh, companies to not disclose what's in it. Uh, There's a fantastic little book, Patricia, on on, uh, Amazon called Dying to Look Good that Mm -hmm. if you uh, want an education on personal care products, wow. It's like $7 and it's worth every penny It is amazing, and when you start to really go through it, i got to tell you, I have a rule now, and and of course, my dad thinks I'm totally nuts, but my rule is, if I can't eat it, it will not go on my body or be used in my house.
0: Yeah, that's very good. And and speaking of that, because we have about five minutes left, I'd like to ask you about some oils that are really good for certain things. For example, things things that are common for all of us. So pain, what would you
1: use for pain? Well, pain, the easiest oil to use for pain would be peppermint. Uh, Peppermint is an anti-inflammatory. It's also very cooling to the body. But there are others, just very quickly, common ones, wintergreen, which is like a natural aspirin, and clove, which is an analgesic, so it's a numbing agent. So I know when I had my back problems, I started using those three, uh, and they really took care of the pain for me. Yeah,
0: which is great.
1: All right, what about
0: colds, congestion?
1: Yeah, well, here we go. Number one, peppermint. Peppermint is super high in menthol, which is opening to the nasal passages. It's also oxygenating. So if you have a cold and you're congested, Fantastic to be breathing in peppermint. Of course, any eucalyptus oil—if you diffuse it or put it on the chest—remember Vicks Vapor Rub, <laughs> you know. Well, there you go. Unfortunately, it had a petroleum product that it was being delivered with, but the same concept with Vicks Vapor Rub is a fantastic one. That is getting oils onto the lung area that are going to not only kind of off-gas and and give you that um, opening of the nasal passageways, but are going to provide the lungs with some support. So eucalyptus is great. And then there's a product by Young Living called Thieves, which is a blend of five different oils. And if you use that, it is super antiviral, antimicrobial, antifungal, and will really keep your immune system high during particularly cold and flu season. Okay.
0: What would be another one? I would say definitely pain, definitely colds. What's another you know, popular
1: anxiety. Yes, anxiety is one of the things that this country is just off the charts with anti-anxiety and antidepressant medications. Um, lavender, of course, is a very easy go-to, calming, very very calming. Um, there is a blend that Young Living makes called Peace and Calming, which is a beautiful blend of some tangerine and some patchouli and some other things that I have personally witnessed take a screaming baby and put them into a deep slumber in a matter of seconds. Again, um, you know, safe for children. Uh, bergamot. Is a wonderful antidepressant for people. I have a friend who I won't mention their name, but they were on multiple, multiple antidepressant medications and are completely off all of their medications now right. after about a year of using essential oils. I mean, that's yeah. extraordinary. All right, Casey,
0: closing thoughts for us. And then I want to, actually, I did before you go, I want to read this for our listeners. Casey Conrad's been in the health and fitness industry for over 25 years. And she's the creator of the Take It Off Weight Loss Program, which is found in health and wellness facilities across North America. She's the author of several books, and she's been a featured speaker in 19 countries. And she is really an expert on this whole piece with using essential oils for health. Her book is Vibrant Health Now, which she co-authored with Alan Simpson, How to Use Essential Oils, Aromatherapy, and Natural Health Products to Detox Your Body and Reach Optimal Health. And you can get the book on Amazon.com. And you can write to Casey as well, Living C-A-S-E-Y, at gmail.com. Fabulous stuff, Casey. Closing thoughts for us. What's your message for our listeners?
1: Well, my message is this. Just ask yourself 30 years ago how many illnesses did we have in this country, how many allergies, how many ADD and, and autism, et cetera, et cetera. And when you answer the question, you can then say to yourself, what's changed? And you could say it's environment, but a lot of that environment is self-induced. Bring yourself back to a natural state, and you will bring your body back to natural health.
0: Thank you so much. And again, how can people find you?
1: Thank you. How can people find you again? They can reach me at younglivingcasey at gmail.com. Okay.
0: All right, and we want people to know that the book is Vibrant Health Now: How to Use Essential Oils, Aromatherapy, and Natural Health Products to Detox Your Body and to Reach Optimal Health. And Casey, you also um, do you coach people with the
1: oils as well? We do. We have lots of uh, webinars. We have uh, teleseminars. We do Skype chats. We do seminars locally. So yes, we we, we are here to help people and to educate them, and that's why I'm offering people my book for free. Instead of going to Amazon and buying it, I'll, I'll give it to you for free. This is a mission. We are on a mission, and we want to change the world one person at a time. Wonderful. And all you have to do is write to
0: Casey at gmail.com or write to me, Patricia, at Thanks so much, Casey, for being on the program. Thank you. Yeah, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Log on to patriciaraskin.com, learn about my other radio programs, and write to me, patricia at patriciaraskin.com. And if if you'd like more information, again, patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Until next time, talk to you next week. Bye for now.